What is going on, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Two Cents Forty Podcast. My name is Zachary McAllister, and uh, following on from last week, I'm keeping it chill again. Uh, still trying to find that sweet spot. Uh, but as usual, I'm joined with my fellow co-hosts. Uh, we're going to start with Luke Johnson this week. How are you doing, bro? What's happening? Um, thinking about it now, I think I'm the only one that got a dub this weekend. So if we're going in order of the winners oh, yeah. to the losers, um, <laughs> that's, that could be an option. Um, but yeah, a pretty solid weekend. Um, Madrid played Sevilla at home. And I don't know why, uh, I was, I was at an event for the night, so I wasn't able to watch the game, but I saw that you came out with a, a 3-1 win, um, which is always good. You know, I would always appreciate the three, the three points, especially from Sevilla. Um, but I don't think their form has been great recently. So yeah, that's great. But, um, otherwise a hundred percent bros, you know, it's always nice to have a win. You can't take it for granted because, you know, anything ha- can happen. Could have been a, an Elche at home, dropping the three points and losing the lead. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta back the team, and um, yeah, they they on another, they're still on that. Um, I was gonna say winless run. They're on a, how do you say it? Like a an undefeated run. run still. So, and I was gonna say an unloss, an unlosable streak. Yes, <laughs> it's been a long, it's been a long week, bro. Mondays, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, they, they're keeping it going. And I think we're playing tomorrow, uh, away to Leipzig or at home. No, away to Leipzig. So I think that would be cool, but you've qualified. So it's not that deep. But that was 100%. Have you qualified? Well, I think we qualified. Yeah. Yeah. We've already qualified. I just oh, okay, don't know. Cool. We haven't obviously secured that, uh, first Top place spot, yeah. in the, yeah, in the group, which I think, I think we'll probably try and do. But if we, if we get the, the, the win, or probably I think even the draw tomorrow, we'll, we'll secure that spot. So it's looking good, Brev. Yeah. I watched, oh, I didn't watch this game. I had this game on in the background while I was studying, mm. uh, over the weekend. And Sevilla mm-hmm. actually, like, it was, it was one or going into halftime, I think. And then Sevilla equalized. Yeah. And it was kind of like shaky. It was like, oh, Madrid, okay. uh, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, like, like all this Madrid team needs is like one chance, and then like Vinny or Benz or someone just comes 100%. up clutch and scores, and then at the yeah. end it's like oh comfortable Madrid win. So like I don't I, I don't understand this Madrid team like like it's so weird seeing a team as dominant as Madrid. Like Madrid literally won the Champions League last season, but they're like main yeah. attacking sources like on counter attacks, which is so weird. Like they're probably one of the best counter attacking teams in Europe. I think they probably are the best counter attacking team in Europe. But it's always been like that. You know, that's been like one of Madrid's trademark um, strategies. And I think they've just perfected it nicely. Yeah. And your boy Luca oh. got a goal as well. So, Oh, Mo- Modrici, the GOAT. He's just mm-hmm. he's just adding it for vibes now. Like, I mean, he's got that status. He's got the GOAT mm-hmm. status. He just, um, he's just securing it. He's preparing for that World Cup. Creating bro. his plaque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Golazos, you know. Valverde is back on the score sheet. Even if I don't even think he left the score sheet with an absolute banger, <laughs> um, I read something that I think almost half, if not half, of his goals have been from outside the box, and they're not even like they're not even, you know, light things or deflections. These guys are like straight rockets into the top bins from the craziest angles, and it's literally only this gent. So 
I believe he, he got like a bit of a, a hit, a knock at the end. Um, but I don't think it's mm. I don't think it's too deep. So I'm hoping you can just have him again um, to continue that form and stuff. But otherwise, who else? I forgot who scored the the third one. Just uh, uh, Vinny. Me I mean, it was Vasquez. it was Modric and Vasquez. What a legend! Yeah, and I think Vinny assisted two of them. So as long as my boy is being involved somewhere, I'm happy. Mm. And just while we're on it the league as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just while we're on the league as well, I was looking at the top scorer charts now. And Leo was on 12 goals already. 12 goals, 4 assists in 11 games. It's kind of crazy. Damn. My man's built different. My man's built different. He's on fire. Like, you can't deny it, but. Um, yeah. You are, I'm just praying he doesn't get that. Um, yeah. Damn, these Bundesliga transfers are kind of underrated, eh? Everyone's, you know, Lua, this, oh, yeah. Bundesliga, you know, Holland, this, Bundesliga, and then, you know, hey, maybe maybe Bundesliga is, is a little bit underrated. I don't know. It's nah, so Lewis, funny because Lewis before the like season, I was talking fire. about, like, the Bundesliga tax. Like, yeah. Mm. And then Griezmann also, Holland, five boy, goals, and he's tied with sixth. Listen, my boy Louis can score. And then shout out Edson Cavani as well, scoring goals for Valencia. Cavani, <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, is that a, is that a thing? I've actually enjoyed him at Valencia. He, he's been he's been pretty good. I think he's played what six games, four goals, one assist. Pretty solid for Valencia, considering they're like a mid-table team, basically. Hmm. Not in your, yeah. not in your heart. Uh, though, speaking bro. of mid-table teams, Dan. Uh, Damn, bro. How are you? <laughs> the dirtiest segue ever. Nah, you are, bro. This, <laughs> this past week, man, midweek, weekend, it's been rough on and off the pitch. Eh? Vasti has been like giving me a tough time, and then you know, come home to watch Tottenham Take, bottle it. Um, I will say, was in all spheres yeah. of life, bro. Losing on all fronts. Um, no, but the, the midweek performance was a little bit underwhelming. Um, and then I will say, um, the weekend performance, I think it was just a, like, you know, a, a rotation backline that really put us under pressure because I think we, we had a decent run of play, um, for the most part, but we just threw it all away in the first, like, you know, 30 minutes conceding those two goals. But I think, um, Kulisevsky and Richarlison being out. Are, is really putting strain on the team because I mean Spurs are really like you know a counter-attacking team relying on you know like three four chances and as soon as you lose that extra man up front those counter-attacks become borderline impossible um I don't know said so the build-up players look better obviously with three in midfield but like I said that's not generally our playing style um we have two midfield you know in the pivot and then we just catch everyone on the counter-attack with you know like some you know, runners and Son, Kulisevsky, and then you know, Kane distributing it. But now it's a little bit awkward with only having Kane and Son up there and there's no third man to pass to. So, And I, I don't know when Kulisevsky and Richarlison are going to be back. And stress me out because, I mean, we had a good run of form, unbeaten streak in the Prem. And then, you know, now things are like taking a turn for the worst. Champions League is coming up, you know. I mean, by the time this podcast is out, we're going to have played, so... You know, damn. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What happened to what happened to Hoybier? 
Dude, Hoiberg is like Mr. Consistent. But the issue is him and Ben Davies have been war horses. I'm actually surprised Eric Dyer didn't get a rotation, but it just shows you that we haven't got someone to like rotate him out for. But mm. um, because Longley was you looking had, good, you had but Bazuma. yeah, Basuma was also Bazuma, looking all right. But but I don't know. He's just not as consistent as Hoiberg, you know. Um, yeah. But I mean, we're yeah. playing Champions League midweek. We played midweek midweek against um, um, Manchester, so you know the guys had to get a mm. rotation. So, but the backline, man, I'm telling you that backline, just uncomposed. Eh? Sanchez and Longley together is just not an option. Um, it's either or. <laughs> um, yeah, Langley, Langley didn't look too bad. I though. mean, listen, he, like, like the thing is, like mm. I said, that's why I said either or. Especially in Longley's case, mm. like or Langley or however you say his name, but he didn't look half bad. Um, the few times that he's played for us, but that's you know with Christian Romero, you know, and and Eric Dyer, mm. you know, helming that defense. But as soon as you mm. put Sanchez, who's got like you know borderline no composure, um, I know Longley just like just became how can I say completely negligent. Like if someone dribbled past him, you know, you'd like you know pack it up and you know call mm. it quits for the day. Like no. Mm tracking back um so i think that's you know where we fell apart was in the back line because i mean it wasn't like we got picked apart it's just you know like it only takes one moment where you, you know you like lose composure you make a super mistake or something like that but yeah i think that's that's where our downfall mm. was over the weekend mm. listen but also is christian romero injured um not that i know of um I thought he only. I, I thought he got rotated. Because he wasn't even on the bench against Newcastle. Yeah. Okay. There might be a little bit of a concern because, yeah, Richie, I think is going to be out for like another week and a half at least. And you know, Champions League is starting to get heavy, mm. so I think we need to win mm. this next game in order to go through, mm. like guaranteed. No, but um, I wanted to say that Newcastle are heat too, bro. To be fair. I, I mean, yeah, they, they really the did day, bring it to whoa. us. They, they really Bro, were Almiron was. Almiron was doing the most. <laughs> Dude, he was. Like, but I mean, that Almiron goal you, was... I don't know if you watched just, it, but it was... Like, pure tragedy on, 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 you know, on behalf of Longley yeah. there and, and uh, a little bit of Sessignon. I mean, even, <laughs> like, literally from, from jump, Lloris just passed that ball out terribly, couldn't find Ryan. Yeah. Ryan got, you know, sent to get refreshments on the sideline. And then Longley kind of just, you know, took a knee and then just didn't track back and race <laughs> after him. Like, just, nah, but both yeah. both goals, Lloris wasn't wasn't looking to know, bro. So he had an absolute cracker the previous game, but then this one mm. wasn't that convincing, unfortunately. But I mean, there's very few goalkeepers that can defend for 90 minutes, you know, if you get what I'm saying. Mm. Only the best can, you know, you know what I'm saying. Courtois doesn't defend for 90 minutes, bro. Let's be honest. That ch- and, unless we're talking Champions League final, I guess. Even, even then, that was like maybe, you know, for, you know 40, 30 Yo. minutes worth of defending. What? My man was the man of the match. My man had Salah and Mane shooting flipping scorches at this guy every flipping two minutes. He did the most in that game, bro. But then again, it's a Champions League final. It's not just like, you know, like a mid-prem yeah, game. Yeah. You can't, you know, in and out um, twice a week even. Just, you know, yeah. defend for 90 minutes. Impossible. It's impossible to yeah. do that. Like, the first goal was a little bit sketchy. Like, it could have... I think it could have gone either way. Like, it did look like um, Wilson had kind of, like, pushed him back a little bit there. 
but I've, but you, like you know, on a different angle, you can kind yeah. of see him. I mean, like, even hesitating even midweek release. against Manchester, there was a couple lucky deflections. But I can't now sit here and say, "Oh no, we would have mm. won with all the chances we had," because we had minimal chances. You know, it was just bound to happen, mm. um, whether it be from mm. a lucky deflection or from like a a good run of play. So mm. it's only if you lose At like three stage, two, then you can really make a complaint about you know lucky deflections and you know fifty fifty calls. Uh, at this stage of the season, are you like somewhat worried about Sonny's performances and stuff? Like what he's what's he's bringing Son, to the team? No, not at all, not at all. Um, as as like, you think he'll bounce back? No, definitely, definitely. No, you know what? What do they say? Form is temporary, but class is permanent. Um, that's definitely you facts. know facts in in the case of Son. So um, I mean, you can he, he's he's like Hoybier, he's like Kane. They they give you know a hundred percent. They really work hard every single match, you know, no matter what. Mm. Um, and I mean, Kane, I mean, people can complain that Kane didn't put up a good performance against Newcastle, but my man was locked up, you know, like three yeah. oaks on him at once. There's, there's not much anyone can do. <laughs> so, yeah. and Son, if it's a low block, he's, what, what is he going to like run through everyone like he's prime Messi or Neymar? You know, he's, he's kind of there to get him behind on the counter attack. So he's got the ability He's got the ability. Yeah, you can't judge these guys okay. on, you know, on, you know, elements that aren't in their game. So, mm. but Son's definitely going to bounce back. And I mean, it's not like we've, we're out of the Champions League yet. You know, it's still early doors in the, in the season. We've got the World Cup that I feel like is, is any, you know, like anything could happen in the World Cup. And I, I feel like the World Cup, you know, determines a lot when it comes to, um, the Premier League. People can get injured. Mm. National teams can do well, and then, you know, all of a sudden players are in form. Same thing, you know, like you could have a heartbreaking loss and now you're out of form. So it's really anything can happen. So, mm. yeah. And then all those players that are injured and missed the World Cup, they could, you know, obviously they're going to be back, you know, fully fit, hopefully, could be hungry for more, mm. could also be off their game because they didn't play for the national team. You know, anything can happen with the World Cup. So I'm not worried at yeah. all. World Cup's actually coming Yeah, I just wanted to say things. that. Yeah, I just want to say there's something weird is going on with that golden boot from last season. Because both Salah and Son have been like super yeah, stinky dude. this season. I think they, so they didn't both you say three that Holland was going to be your golden, your golden boot winner? Of course, bro. I yes! the maps and everything. The prophecy is coming true. Prophecy. But this guy's on another level. We need to, we need to bring Buntu to just like, not even vent, bro. Just, just hype this gent up because this. You know, at this stage, it just it looks like this guy's unstoppable. Dude, he is a Absolutely yeah, another two goals this weekend. He like literally just bounces O's off. And again, like it doesn't feel like he's creating too much, and he's like actually um, con- contributing massive amounts. They just it was like a, it feels like one of those. Um, you know, when Ronaldo came to to United at the beginning, and then there was just memes like. Bro, I don't care. Ronaldo's in the in the um in the box. Just cross and hope for the best. Dude, just <laughs> press square, bro. Ronaldo, like just <laughs> just 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 bang it in and you and and pray that a Ronaldo head gets to it. And I feel like it's almost the same vibe now with um with Haaland, and he's actually like getting to them every single time, and he's converting every single time. I mean, it's that's what scary. you want, you know, especially in the in the case of mm. Manchester United, where like all the other bases are covered. Yeah. You got, you know, a player for any, you know, any aspect of the game. You know, you want a good passer? Cool, here's mm. KDB. You want a good dribbler? Here's De Silva. You know, like, like you've got yeah. 
everything you want. All they needed was a, was a, was a striker. And I mean, they were like, oh, no, you can't um, replace Aguero. Well, now you've got, I mean, you haven't got Aguero, but you've just got an absolute poacher in Haaland. And I mean, this guy's indestructible. Mm. He'll run through anyone, bro. <laughs> Bloody Terminator. Literally anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seeing- like, to take your point oh, one geez. step further, Dan, like, you said they have, like, one of everything you need. Like, City probably have two or three of everything you need. Like, true, true, we haven't true, even true, mentioned facts. Grealish or Mares or and they're Gundogan. All decent, bro. They're decent. Or, like, Cole Palmer, who's a youngster coming through. Alva, uh, Alvarez. Like, there's just so many guys that they have. It's just yeah. ridiculous. But I'm saying, like, like, world class. Like, you need a world class passer. Here's KDB. You need a world class dribbler. Here's Silver. Like, you know, like. Mm. Like, mm. dude, you know, like, now other teams are cool, you know, Thanks, good bro. pass of the ball. Here's one or two. But Manchester City, at least one world class in every aspect. You know what I'm saying? Mm. World class wingback, boom, here's Cancelo. World class goalkeeper. I mean, I'd argue that Edison is a world class <laughs> goalkeeper. So, mm. world class CDM. <laughs> eh? Are, are we you arguing that Rodri is world class? Rodri is a CDM. I don't, I, think he's solid. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's like world class, bro. Zach thinks he's world class. Rodri Zach might be the best the CDM best in, the in the world, world right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys know I back Cancelo, so I can't say like, oh no, yeah. he's a Rodri fanboy. I'm a Cancelo fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we've got um, sporting mid sporting midweek here, and I feel like if you get that, are you guaranteed? A, if you get the win, are you guaranteed qualification? I don't know. I haven't. Have you like? I haven't done the maths. You sussed the maths. I've got a maths okay. test tomorrow, but I, I haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's 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 solid. Yeah, I think if, if you can get like win. to ten points. Yeah, then you. I mean, fact. Yeah, if I we lose, we're going to be in hot water. But yeah, then it's kind of lateies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really care about anything this week. I just care that Inter win and send Barca back to the Europa, and then I'm I'm like happy. <laughs> I'm stoked. That's the main goal for this week. Still, I still can't believe that. Barca. I can. It is what it is. So like Inter really could have done it that previous game week, eh, bro. Inter literally could have done it the other time. But anyway, if they bottle this, I'll almost I'll I'll be more sad than black. Literally, Madrid not even making it through. Now, <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, like, like Inter are the Tottenham of the Champions League, like just your. consistent bottlers. <laughs> So yeah, I wouldn't. But they've got them. Victoria Pledson, bro. You can't, you can't clutch to Victoria Pledson, please. <laughs> if you do, then, then, then you like, then it's worse. I think that's worse than Tottenham levels in the Champions League, bro. Because who have Tottenham bottled to? Who do they lose to? Who's this L here? Was it Marseille? I mean, we could talk about or Frankfurt. Twenty fifteen, <laughs> Premier or League, Sporting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I the, know, Champions League is a the Champions thing. League final, like, I don't think it was a bottle. I think it was just like one of the most boring matches ever. I mean, Liverpool didn't. Yeah, that happened. Didn't even pick us up. Didn't even pick us apart. Like, just kind of just, yeah. you know, all round yeah. lukewarm match. 
Anyway, you know, um, enough about Champions League. Um, we should hear about the Europa League teams now. <laughs> and really let us know how exactly. the how the weekend was, and you know how you're preparing for this week on Thursday nights, and what are you expecting, and are you going to qualify and make it through? <laughs> who are we playing? I actually have no idea who United are playing. <laughs> on a on a Pia, bro, or some someone some oh, it's, place that we don't even know. It's your boys, Luke. It's Sheriff. Sheriff, oh, Sheriff snap. Going, coming to Old Trafford. Beware, brother. Beware. <laughs> These guys will yeah, steal I mean, your look, hearts. We might just take the L to Sheriff and then end up winning the Europa League <laughs> like you guys did. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah. Facts, um, okay. Zach. On last week. Just just before we yeah? move on, Zach. If there's one thing <coughs> United do for me this season, they're just going to make sure Arsenal do not win the Europa. That's all, bro. I don't care, dog. You can destroy my FPL. <laughs> just every time I choose a Manchester United player, like they just blank, get minus one red card or something like that. But as long as they take Arsenal out, bro, we can't have Arsenal winning the Europa League. Just you got to do be interesting that much, because because I, I feel like they might be in a tight race. So it'll be interesting to see where their priorities are. Like they might just sack off the Europa League to try and win the Prem. So there's that, there's that too. Nah. Honestly, Spurs should maybe just drop out of the Champions League and get into Europa. I mean, not going to lie. Like, at this point with these injuries, you know, like, <laughs> the whole situation, I, 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 I'm not against it. But I feel like... Because, like... If you, if, you, if, you, if you drop out of our group, like, of all groups, how can I say it? Um, it's probably going to be, you know, bad momentum going into the Europa League if you get what I'm saying yeah true but so I mean gonna be trash you talking to you and then you know you're probably not going to be in the greatest of mindsets going into Europa it was if it was a tough if it was a, like a tough group and you know like you got passed up by like Bayern and you know PSG or like Barcelona and Real you know like and you know it was kind of expected that you were you know going to finish third then maybe there's a bit of you know vengeance um, in the Europa League, but yeah, mm. yeah. But um, getting back to United, uh, I didn't end up watching the Spurs game because I had an exam on Thursday, so that was unfortunate because I heard that was the best game United have played, you know, since Sir Alex Ferguson left. So, you know, that's Whoa. that's just how things work out for me. But um, <laughs> I wanted to watch the highlights. I actually forgot to watch the highlights until Luke sent a message in the group saying, yo, I just watched the highlights and Lloris is like the best player in the world. <laughs> or at least he was last night. So then I went and checked the highlights and, you know, he might have a point there. Like, Lloris was on one in this game. United <laughs> had, let me check. I think we had like 20-something yeah. 20 shots. We had 28 shots. 10 on target. <laughs> so, what? I don't know. Yeah. Somehow we only managed to score two goals from that, which was crazy. But um, yeah. it, it looked like we played well. Um, everything I've heard, you know, the boys were were doing the things. Uh, Rashford had a couple opportunities. Uh, Fernandez got a goal. Fred got a pretty lucky goal as well. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to comment on that game. I don't know, Dan. Did what did you think of United's performance? I thought it was solid. Eh? I thought it was really good. Um, 
Um, what, what I just 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 to you know ask a question back. What do you think the Ronaldo situation is? I mean, I know that's a hot topic. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I love that. The what's way going on there? handled this. MLS next year. Is that the one where he? <laughs> is that when he walked off? Was that the Spurs game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, basically, at at the end of the Spurs game, dude was like, um, uh, "I'm out of here. I'm not. Um, you're not even gonna send me on like, like five out. minutes at the end of the game. I'm just gonna head out." Yeah, I mean, honestly, it yeah. also would like there was no way he was getting subbed on if they were winning two 0 You know, it it was never gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I was just wondering if you got like an inside scoop. You know, any. Any predictions looking into your crystal ball there of well, what's to come next? Um, yeah, it, it's weird because I, I think he's at the at the moment he's like playing with the, the under twenty ones, so he's not really with the squad at the moment, and I think he's gonna have to do a lot to get to earn uh turn hawk's trust again after what happened and i think tonight might be sending a message as well to the rest of the squad like you know if you're going to disrespect me this is what like if this is the attitude you guys are going to have i'm going to kick you out like i'm not going to deal with this like i don't care if you're cristiano ronaldo or who you are like i'm not going to mm. deal with this so from that perspective i kind of like it because it kind of puts down a marker uh in terms of ronaldo I could definitely see him leaving in the in the January window, potentially. Um, the problem is, like, where does he go? Because the dude wants to play Champions League football, but no Champions League team, A, no Champions League team wants him, or B, no Champions League team can afford him. Like, like if you're like a low-level Champions League team, like if you're sporting, like his boyhood club, you just can't afford his wages. So yeah, unless he takes a massive pay cut, he's not going to go there. And if you're like a top level Champions League team, like if you're Real Madrid, you're not bringing Ronaldo. If you're mm. Bayern Munich, you're not bringing Ronaldo. Or may- I suppose Bayern potentially because they do need a striker. So maybe Bayern. But um, like I just look at all the other top, like Chelsea potentially as well could be in there. But um, it- it's it's a difficult one because I don't think Ronaldo wants to necessarily take a step down. Like I don't think he wants to go to the MLS. Or he wants to, you know, go to Portugal or Turkey or one of these random countries and take a big pay cut. But I also don't think any big team wants to, you know, True. bring Ronaldo in. Because it's like, the dudes are starting from Manchester United. Like, we literally have Marcus Rashford starting up front for us. Yeah. As a striker, ahead of Ronaldo. So, mm. he's if, he does, if he's not starting for us, who's he going to start for? You know, it's that type of vibe. I think Chelsea would have been his best option if Graham Potter didn't become the manager, because I don't see Christian, I don't see Ronaldo really fitting into Graham Potter's philosophy. If 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 you can, if you know, like they're kind of hopping onto like kind of the young up and coming players, with the exception of Aubameyang, and they're just throwing money at them. So I mean, there'd be a budget for Ronaldo, but I just don't see them doing that. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a tough one, but I'm um, United do need a striker. Mm. Yeah, that, that was pretty evident against Chelsea. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about that game now? To be honest, I didn't see sure. that game. Eh? Yeah, I also didn't. I didn't watch it. 
away. So I, I'll just do a Yang carry job, yeah. But um, apparently it's just kind of boring. It it, it was like I think this is the fifth draw. Um, United have had against Chelsea in the Prem. I think they've all been um nil nils except there was one game that was a one all. And then this game was also one all. So traditionally, wow. Chelsea and United have been has been pretty boring. Hmm. So I mean, I know there was a pen. And I was expecting amazing much going into the game. Equalizer, but other than that, nothing oh. else. That guy, Luke, that guy Casemiro was unbelievable in this game. That boy, like he was the goat. He was, he was the man of the match. Like I know he scored the equalizing goal, and you know he's going to get his hype because of that. But I think. Even outside of that, the dude was crazy. He was just winning everything. Like, I don't know. I feel like he has this, like, sixth sense of where the ball is going to be. Like, he just knows where the ball is going to end up and just ends up getting interception or having this, like, crunching yeah. tackle on this guy out of nowhere. So, he he was great. My boy's um, a baller. He is, dude. He is. Um, Martinez. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think he... I think he might have finally uh, beaten the two short play center back allegations because I thought he was mm. crazy good as well. Like, I I think he's probably been one of the two best center backs in the league. I don't know. Is that a hot take? I don't like, think that's I, a hot take. I, I think it's. I think that's pretty. pretty I think it's pretty, he, pretty solid. He genu- he genuinely has been up there every single game. Yeah. If it's a good game. It's yeah. Especially yeah, as like a passer, <laughs> like out the back, because you guys haven't got that passer in Dyer. Oh, sorry, Dyer. Dyer. So, as a distributor, I think he's also been pretty good. Yeah, what I like about him is like he gets the ball and his first instinct is to like play a forward pass. Yeah. Whereas like, whereas like previously with like Lindelof and Maguire, it was the first instinct was sideways and then can we get a ball forward? Whereas like with Martinez, it's like, can we get ball forward can we play a forward pass and then if that's not on then we go sideways which i think has really helped him out his build up which was actually very good in this game like i thought our build up i thought our possession was good it was just the the attacking third that was kind of kind of not that great um yeah in the defense luke shaw was pretty solid as well um i don't know like like luke you mentioned i think it was last week about that that season where he was like really good uh, and mm-hmm. then, like, he hasn't been the same since. I think it was 1920, it might have been. And that okay. was the season that United brought uh, Alex Tellers in. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like this guy, like, every time United bring in a left back that's supposed to replace him, he ends up playing well and then wins the job back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the next season, he goes yeah. back to his normal self. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know. United might have to, like, yeah. get in a, a new left back every season. Just yeah, to make sure that he because Malassia, at least yeah. from like a defensive standpoint, well, I think was putting in a decent amount of work. I mean, he he was decent, but Shaw was just he was just great. Yeah, like the, sure, the Spurs like, game from what yeah. I saw and the Chelsea game, he was great. He's almost like Reese James esque in his prime, you know. Yeah, um, and then obviously the Varane injury was pretty gutting. Like it was so sad. Like the dude was literally mm. crying on the field. Because, you know, like, obviously the World Cup's coming up and it's, like, the you worst will. time to get an injury. Dude. And it, it looked like a pretty bad injury as well. It's crazy because at so, Madrid, like, this man was never, never injury prone. And as soon... I think didn't he even, like, arrive to United injured 
if I remember correctly. Yeah, he arrived injured, so uh, it took him a while to make his debut. And then he got injured as well. Mm. He had like a pretty big injury where he was out for like a couple yeah. months. And then obviously he started this season. Um, well, Maguire started this season with Martinez, but then Maguire got dropped. But he's mm. been like a mainstay mm. with United for like our first few games. And then mm. just to see him get injured was pretty gutting. But the mm. rumor is that he's going to be back before the World Cup. So I hope for his sake that that ends up mm. happening because like, Obviously, he so, has well, every player's dream is to go and play. You think Maguire is so. going to like start start now with Martinez in the back? Well, Lindelof came on for Varane, so I imagine it's going to be Lindelof okay. and Martinez. Okay, because bro, yeah, you don't so want to you don't want to start um, receding. <laughs> <laughs> Although we are playing Sheriff midweek, so we might see Maguire Lindelof. You don't want to regress, yeah. bro. You don't want to get four 0 Brentford, and you know. Brighton at like the beginning of the season again, unfortunately. But yeah, the thing is like after watching this now, United are literally sixth. That's crazy. And they still have another game to make it 12. So theoretically they could go. Is is it, if you tied on um, points, is it uh, head to head or is it goal difference that they take in the Prem? Goal difference first. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, okay, you still wouldn't be above Tottenham. But then you can be in the top four. <laughs> and that's crazy, given given the start that United had the season. So, And, and dude, like, I don't know if you have good. a fantasy Premier League up, but, like, go and check our fixtures. Go and check United's next few next fixtures they look, the next 10 They're looking weeks. good, hey? They look, like, amazing. Like, I, th- I think we could go on, like, juicy. a pretty deep run here. <laughs> like, Damn. all you see is green, like, as soon as you look at United's fixtures, it's crazy. Let's take a look. So, so you got to capitalize, bro. You got to capitalize on all of those. Mm. That is even true. Chelsea. That Chelsea on twenty-one points. They were they like only one point ahead of United. But for me, like I don't know why. I just obviously I had this idea that they were like not having a great season. But now these guys are fifth, literally the same points as Newcastle, two behind Tottenham with a game in hand. Like they can go to third, <laughs> which is kind of weird. So either everyone's kind of like evening out now or, you know, the good teams are starting to push through. Probably that time of the season. It's kind of weird as well because we have these games in hand. So, like, theoretically, United could yeah, be on 23 so. points. Chelsea could be in 24. In, like, United anything have could good happen. games from game week 14 to game week 19. That's That's delicious. Who's this? Then two tough ones. This is United. West Ham, yeah, Aston yeah, yeah. Villa, Fulham, uh, Nottingham, Wolves, Bournemouth. Yo. Like, I'm not going to so lie. The rest like, of the year is looking good, bro. We should get, like, I'd, let, let's say we should get 15 points from those six games, minimum, I'd say. Ideally, we should be getting 18. Like, all of those games are winnable. Like, West Ham yeah. at home. We should win. West Ham have not been good this season. Villa just sacked their yeah. manager. And I've just got a notification saying that uh, they hired Unai Emery. Oh, so, what? The man was like chilling with Villarreal, taking them to Champions League semifinals. And now he's at Aston Villa. Nice. That's crazy. Okay. Good evening. We'll have him back. Yeah. I feel like Fulham the, might be the, one where you kind of screw. Yeah, Fulham could be sketchy. Fulham away. 
Uh, Forest at home, we should win that. Who would have thought? Um, Wolves away, could be a bit sketchy as well. And then yeah, Bournemouth at home, we should yeah, clap Wolves them. are confusing. Eh? I was, I really, I didn't back them against Leicester, but I was like, ah, let me not, you know, like Jamie Madison control. Like, I don't need to worry about, you know, any Leicester assets in FPL. And then bam, 4-0. Um, yeah. Wolves is generally speaking that team where like, either squeak by with a 1-0 win or it's a draw. So, I was yeah. quite surprised that they got bodied at home. <laughs> Bro, I, I was reading somewhere that uh, their goalkeeper, Jose Sa, he's been playing like these first few months with a broken wrist. I also saw that. Like the dude's literally got a broken wrist and he's a goalkeeper. Like imagine facing a Bad. professional footballer's shots. Like imagine facing like <laughs> like Haaland just shooting at you with a broken wrist. Damn. Like what? Are you mental? Like that's that's crazy. Imagine the disrespect to their second uh, goalkeeper knowing that he can't start despite the starting yeah. goalkeeper having a broken wrist. Like Exactly, dude. That's that's deep. Their second goalkeeper must yeah. be terrible, bro. <laughs> it must be trash. <laughs> if they're like, nah, it's cool, we we fine, we'll take yeah, this guy bro. with a broken wrist. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Uh I've just looked at like our our time right now and we're on thirty seven minutes. I don't know how we've got there so quickly, but um yeah, I think we should probably hit score drop and then head out of here. Hmm. What do you guys think? For sure. Alright, so as well. For sure. Okay. So just to wrap up last week's score draft, um Dan, you just pipped Trossard away from me, and I believe Hayden was also interested in Trossard. And the man got a goal. So I mean GG's. No. The random wheel spinner was in your favor. Yeah, I mean, so he gets, gets you... the goal against Manchester City, but not against Nottingham Forest. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way the Prem works. But um, you are now top with five points. I picked Alexis McAllister to score. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he did not. So I'm still on zero points. Uh, Luke, you picked a Bamiyang. Um, he did not score oh. either. Yeah, Chelsea didn't didn't score midweek, and then obviously Jorginho scored the pen on the weekend, and then Hayden selected wow. Mount, who also didn't score. Um, so that means the points are as follows: Dan, you're top on five; Hayden is second on fourth; Luke, you are third on three, and then I'm last on zero. This is Zach. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's going Dude, on? Yeah, what's going on there, bro? I don't know what's going on with my... you like me when you're playing Who Am I? <laughs> Basically, dude. I might be worse. Like, or, like, at least you get, like, some Tottenham points. I'm getting nothing here. But um, the order for this week is uh, Luke, myself, and then Dan. And then Hayden's probably Ooh. just going to have to eat, eat it until he comes back to the pod. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Um, you know what? Um, <laughs> Darwin Nunes. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me save that rocket for for the end of the season. Um, you said West Ham hasn't been looking good. I don't think they're going to be good playing against United. So I don't think I've chosen Anthony this season yet. Um, I think you might have actually. 
Oh, already? You picked him the week before last, yeah. Anthony? Yeah. Okay. Damn. Then, um... Okay, then we'll probably just go to, to what I usually go with, with the boys on form. And I don't think I've chosen Miguel Almiron. No, 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 let me let me be smart. Have I chosen Callum Wilson? Uh, let me check. I don't think I've chosen Wilson. I don't think you have either. You have not chosen Wilson. Okay, well, that's that's who we're going to go with then for the next week. Callum. Villa. Callum Wilson. Oh, yeah. Callum Wilson. Um, yes, sir. I'm up next, and I was tempted to go with Mitrovic against Everton, but Everton have low key been kind of frisky recently. Dude. Like especially their defense has been. Everton did good. one. Frisky. Everton did one over on Crystal Palace. I thought they were going to get destroyed, and I was so wrong. <laughs> Just by the way, on a side note, how is Frank Lampard outlasted Steven Gerrard as manager? <laughs> like Frank Lampard is like chilling. Aren't, the aren't they like? Prim. Everton are twelfth, my guys. If like we predicted them to be like really in the relegation battle, you definitely like right now they're ahead of Crystal Palace, they're ahead of West Ham, they're ahead of Leicester. Like I have, I have no idea how that's happened, but somehow it's happened. But um, I'm gonna end up going with uh, a surefire pick uh, of Harry Kane against Bournemouth. Like if I don't, if I don't score here. It's not like meant I, to be then. If I don't get a point in the board after this week, I might have to retire. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I genuinely might have to stop. But, yeah. um, yeah. Dan? No, I'm going to... Have I, have I picked Son yet? Let me double check. Uh, Sonny boy. Son. Yes, you have. Damn. And, yeah, you know, there's no Kulisevsky that I can pick from either. Um... Well, you picked Kulisewski already as well. Yeah, jeez, man. I've, I've backed my boys a little bit too much at the, earlier this, at the beginning of the season. Um, and both of them gave you zero, by the way. Oliver Skip. No, I'm just kidding. Yo! <laughs> the GOAT! Um, okay, I'm going to go with... Oh, it's between Eze and Zaha against Southampton. Um, I think... Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wilfred Zaha. Um, I feel like you know, as a he's gonna do the passing, um, and hopefully, like the choice comes through. But yeah, I'm gonna go for Wilfred Zaha. Gonna, you know, back Crystal Palace to bounce back. Um, I feel like I might be missing out on this, you know, Newcastle match, but you know, it is what it is. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like Newcastle are gonna kind of put some goals past Aston Villa, and I'm just expecting this. It's gonna, you know, like the opposite of what you think is gonna happen is gonna happen. Where you're like, oh, it's a new manager, double down, you know, and then bam, nil nil draw or something like that. And you're like, wow. Mm. It is Unai Emery. Like, uh, yeah, I would not be surprised if this end up being a pretty boring nil nil draw. Yeah, but yeah. Unfortunately, Hayden's not here, so we couldn't roast him about Steven Gerrard getting sacked. <laughs> so we'll have to wait to do that. But um, yeah, that's going to be it for this week's episode. If you have enjoyed, 
Uh, please be sure to drop a like if you watch you on YouTube. If you listen to us uh, in the podcast version, uh, give us a five-star rating and drop a review as well, please. Uh, and until next time, this has been the Two Cents Footy crew of the Two Cents Footy podcast. Have a good day.